0: Welcome to Men in Relationships, the podcast about evolving the emotional habits of men through inner transformation that will lead to positive external changes in your relationship. I believe there's a huge lack in support and vulnerability and discussion around these topics about men in relationships. And that's why I'm here talking to you today. So sit back, relax, and let's grow. Hey, what's up? It's Joel coming at you with another episode of Men in Relationships. I welcome you back to the show. Well, it's it's been an interesting week for me to to say the least. Nothing crazy happened or anything like that, but it's just I found myself reflecting on how much fricking noise there is out there, especially on social media. It's absolutely ridiculous. what You can find on there and what rabbit holes you can go in. And I really try to set up parameters <clears throat> around the content I watch and who I follow so that I don't fall into too many rabbit holes and that I stay kind of aligned with the content or information that I'm, that I'm wanting to seek and that I'm wanting to digest. <clears throat> But I just found it so interesting. What, I guess what captivates people's attention? And over the span of the last couple of years, you know, I, I've entered this type of work, which might not be the most appealing types type of work. You know, <laughs> talking about relationships, talking about feelings, talking about vulnerability, talking about the realness of life, especially for men in a relationship. And, typically men don't normally talk about that stuff. So I find myself going against the grain very frequently. And it's, it's very difficult to portray my message or even to get it out to in a position where it's going to be relatable. Um, because I look at what is trending or what is popular and some of this stuff is, is pretty far out and it's, it's pretty ridiculous. It's just it's a the majority of it is just what catches your eye? How can I put a thumbnail? How can I put this short script where it's going to catch your eye and someone will watch this stupid video for 30 seconds and then just keep watching more and more and more of those videos which really aren't benefiting people at all, in my opinion. Uh, I guess it's enjoyment and entertainment and it kind of shuts off your brain, but it's really not gonna help people advance their life or move forward to what they're desiring. Uh, So it's, it's it's just, been something that's on my mind of well how do i tap into that space or how do i how do i breach that level of okay create and provide some sort of entertainment which can then maybe relate to something on a deeper level because on the grand scheme of things we if we're wanting changes in our life or wanting to shake things up we're really not going to get those results just by watching entertaining videos short clips of funny videos or whatever stupid things might be on all these social platforms so i guess i guess i've just experienced a level of frustration to a certain degree of you know what's meaningful and what's important is so hard to get out and to to captivate attention so i'm just you know (laughs) that's been on my mind all week and i i Entering the maybe the the TikTok space is something that's been maybe poking at me as a point of curiosity of of maybe entering that and just really showing the full authentic self of of me, which you know involves some humor and involves some laughter, involves some uh, discipline, involves some hardcoreness, involves working uh, grit, you know, a lot of things which could be entertaining, but just I guess trying to conceive and, and and perceive how that's going to unfold is sometimes an overwhelming feeling so we'll see what happens I just want to share what's going on in my head there and 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 hope maybe what's to come down the line so stay tuned for that but today's episode is is about uh, you know the last couple of weeks in particular I, I've I've heard this saying quite a few times and again this this might be because I've entered new environments and been a part of different environments and different groups. And I've, I've heard this theme come up a few times, as well as I have many times in the past with a lot of male friends. And that's um, hearing that my partner is crazy. She's crazy. She's just crazy. It didn't work out because she's crazy. I don't know what happened. She flipped a switch and, and now she's crazy. This word crazy gets very overused and it, it just seems to pass so much off like as soon as your partner's crazy you put all the blame onto somebody else and it's all good it wasn't it wasn't your fault but your partner was crazy and every guy seems to relate oh yeah just another one of those hey um so i wanted to break down kind of five reasons why i think this happens and why i think what might be going on just to provide a little bit more of in-depth awareness and analysis on why your partner might have become crazy um you know why What's the common denominator here? Have you heard yourself say that multiple times? Have you had multiple partners that quote unquote become crazy? There's got to be a reason for that. And to just blatantly call you out maybe and sometimes call myself out. uh, You know, there might be going more going on than we think. And I also want to touch on this um, for full vulnerability here. I had a confrontation with, with Jess this week. And maybe it's because I was surrounded by an environment where this was the the commonality of, you know, talking about that women are crazy, Um, which I don't believe that. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure sure there's a few out there, just like there's a few crazy men, uh, whatever crazy means, I guess. But I found myself thinking this. I was in an argument or disagreement, I guess, with Jess this week about something. And I, I found myself defending my point. By literally thinking, "Wow, she's she's sounding crazy right now," uh, and that's again why I think it's so important to surround ourselves with people and um, folks who have certain uh, who who view situations the same way, who you know, who actually see and seek the good in other people, not just seek and want to bring down other people and gossip about other people and talk about how they're crazy or whatever. Um, but I found myself thinking this in the heat of the moment. And, and, I, and, and then that made me reflect afterwards, of course. It's always easier to reflect afterwards. Why, why am I thinking that the words she was saying are crazy? You know, uh, what's, what's behind that? Because I think I'm just copping out. I'm taking the cop out by saying what she's saying sounds crazy. There's obviously more to the puzzle here. And there's more that I have to understand. So that is the, the first point I want to talk about is not understanding what's going on. Literally, you might think somebody is crazy, or your partner's crazy, or your ex is crazy, or whatever, because you're not fully understanding what's going on. You can only see your perspective, and you're so um, you're so ingrained with your perspective that it's so hard to understand what might be happening on the other side of things. And this frequently happens when we are in conflict or in disagreement. It's so easy to only justify our point. We can only see things through our lens and it's very difficult to empathetically put ourselves in the other person's situation. So it's just way easier to think that what you're saying is crazy and it probably sounds crazy to you because you can't see it through their eyes. You're not taking the time to empathetically understand their perspective so it sounds crazy to you because you are trying to portray what you see and you just can't mix the two. And I was a victim of this this week. I was really just stuck in my perspective. How do you not see this? you know? And, and not putting myself in her shoes and really going there to find the truth in what she's saying. So instead of seeking the truth, I, it was just easier to bypass it and say, Well, this sounds crazy. Um, and, And I think that's what happens and it can compound. It's definitely a compound effect. If we don't resolve that conflict or if we don't seek to understand their perspective, we will just continue continue to think that they are crazy or what they're saying is crazy. And then the next time there's conflict, next time there's an argument, that's gonna compound on that crazy factor. And now all of a sudden we think, whoa, this person is whack. This person's out to lunch. I don't understand this person. This person is quote unquote crazy. Um, The second point, I think it's a defense mechanism for putting the blame on your partner when you have shit that you have to own. Uh, Just like any leader, And any good leader, we need to take full responsibility and full ownership for our part and not just pass that off. And there's a great book and a great leader, uh, author, and he was previously in the military, Jocko Willink. Uh, He has a book titled Extreme Ownership. And it's if you want to be a better leader, if you want to be a better leader in the household, a better husband, a better partner. Um, a better leader in business, whatever it may be, I highly recommend that book. And he just talks about taking ownership for absolutely everything. Even if it was some person on his team that did something clearly blatantly wrong, it's still his fault. He's still taking ownership for it because he's under his leadership. And there's always places in a relationship and in conflict and in conversations that if we are not taking ownership for our part or looking at what we have done with full transparency, full vulnerability, we're going to want to pass the buck. We're going to want to just say, this is, you know, deflected. This is on you. You're sounding crazy. Hey, why are you spinning this this way? You know, it's so easy to put the issue onto somebody else or try to bypass that. And frequently males, very unconscious males, especially like to bypass this and say, you're just crazy. What you're saying isn't making sense. And we're trying to manipulate the situation to make our partner sound crazy. And then they might actually (laughs) end up thinking that they sound crazy too, because you can't understand them. And it's just this vicious cycle of that really gets stemmed from not taking ownership for your part. And I think it's so necessary in a relationship for both parties to really vulnerably look at what their part is. Not what they've done good necessarily, but how did this happen? How am I a part of this? Even if it's ninety-nine percent the other person's shit or problem or fault, in theory, in reality, there's still that one percent. There's always a relationship is always two people. There's always a combination of a mix of energy interaction. You know, you're 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 living together or you're in partnership together. There's there's so many dynamics and it's impossible for one person to be solely 100 percent the problem now that's not to say that you know one person is more responsible than the other but there's always 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 going to be a piece where we can take ownership for it and i've found that the moment that we can take ownership and own up to our stuff it's way way easier for the other person to then take ownership so sometimes you really got to bite the ego and check the ego If you're trying to win the argument, if you're trying to be right, if you're trying to be heard, it's really going to hurt your ego to take ownership and say, you know what? I'm raising my hand here. I see what I've done and I am extremely sorry for this. I take ownership for this. I see what I've done. Wow. I see how you're interpreting this and just fully own it. And in turn, it's going to be so much easier for your partner to do the same. They're going to say, oh, thank God you see this. You understand this. Well, you know what? Hey, here's, here's what I did. I can actually see what I did. And that's, that's how it gets resolved. But it's like the chicken or the egg. You know, if, if, if one person doesn't take that ownership, how, how are things going to get revol resolved? It's not, you're just going to continually carry on this battle of trying to be right and trying to be heard. But if you don't take ownership, you know, it, it, it turns into a compounding effect. Third point is, um, Guys have a tendency to think that girls who show more investment or interest in a relationship are quote-unquote crazy again. So back to the fundamentals of masculine and feminine energy. Typically, somebody who has more feminine, who is more feminine, is going to want to crave that relationship, that connection, that love, that bonding. they That's just naturally what they are going to gravitate towards. And remember that the person or individual who's more masculine is going to seek freedom, purpose, fulfillment, right? So there's going to be that natural divide in a relationship because typically there's a more feminine and more male or more masculine, um, energy within that, within the the two dynamics. So you're going to naturally have that, um, separation of desires, deep natural desires. So it's about working And understanding that for one, just having that baseline of, okay, I understand that you have this deep desire to have everything on point with this relationship and this connection. I get that and I get that I'm probably not doing the best job at that because I'm over here seeking and trying to fulfill what is probably at a deeper desire for me. But I need to fully understand that your desire might be more uh, profound than mine. And I need to honor that and respect that and fulfill that bucket for you. As well as you need to understand that I have this deep desire for that freedom, fulfillment, purpose, and connection, yes. But we just need to understand there might be that natural imbalance that we need to actively consciously work at to balance. Because, you know, as nature has it, there's going to be an imbalance there. And that's where it becomes difficult to understand why don't you value this relationship more? Or, you know, guys might think she's just crazy. She, all she cares about is the relationship or whatever it may be, right? I'm just using (laughs) hypotheticals here. But understanding this is really, uh, is really key and really important to, to, to let us comprehend that okay somebody's not crazy because they have different desires in us or they want to be all in or they want to have this really profound relationship that doesn't make them crazy we just need to understand that and understand them but that takes time effort and energy to go to those levels to fully understand our partner's psychology and desires and what makes them tick what is their foundation and how do we meld and mix that together but if we don't go there and we don't talk about that it's just so much easier to slap on the label they're crazy. They just, you know, they just put way too much focus on this. This is always an issue. This is always a point of conflict and we and we could just easily identify that as crazy instead of going there, resolving it, understanding it. Um, so so yeah, that's a that's a big one. Uh, the fourth point is you probably might not have the self-awareness um, that you're pushing, you are potentially pushing your, your your partner's buttons. So yeah, your partner might seem, quote unquote, like they're getting more crazy, but what buttons of theirs are you pressing? Are you getting under their skin, consciously or subconsciously? What are you saying to generate this? There's clearly a reason for that. There, there's a reason for everything for every emotion, for every action, for every thought, there's always a reason for that. And if we get down to the root of that and we have the self-awareness that every action creates a reaction and every you know everything stems for a reason. Everything happens is happening. Every emotion is surfacing for a reason. If we don't unpack those and uncover those, we are just going to it's, again, it's just so much easier to label as crazy instead of understanding our partner's emotions, having the self-awareness of what have I done? What buttons am I pressing? Where am I not showing up for my partner for them to be acting in this quote unquote crazy manner? You know, it takes a high level of self-awareness to understand that rather than just blindly saying, oh, wow, you know, so my partner's acting off today or my partner's really acting crazy or like, I can't believe we're in this situation again. Wow. They're they're just crazy. (laughs) Um, So so I'm just really calling this out as well as you know I follow like I said this happened to me this week. I had thoughts of wow what she's saying sounds crazy. Um, Until I until I had to take a step back and really analyze whoa 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 you know what what's going on here? Use the self awareness of what have I done to create these emotions? What have where 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 can I take ownership here? What what am I doing to show up or not show up? What areas here? Um, so, so I really had to do some self-reflection in myself and I can only imagine if we're not taking that time to self-reflect and analyze and cut this off, wow, that is going to compound. And of course, of course, we're going to think our partner's crazy. Um, and it's, and, and I, I think it just gets brought up as this kind of bro talk or guy talk because it's, you know, when guys relationships end, like I said, it's just so common to hear that, yeah, it didn't work out, or yeah, she she was crazy like the rest of them, and and it's just some of this this point of relating with others just to take the blame off ourselves, take the blame off of you, and say, you know, I had no part in this, you know, I not not that I didn't understand her emotions or we didn't go there, or we didn't talk about things, we didn't understand her past did you really do that? Did you really put in the effort to understand that? Why she's acting a certain way? Why she has those emotions? Why she might seem crazy? Did you take the time to go there to just discuss those things, to come up with strategies, to find solutions to work through? Or was that too much work? And did you just take the cop out and say, and then you can come and say, yeah, this didn't work out. She was just crazy. So I I just found this, I heard it multiple times over the last month here. So I just kind of wanted to call that out and hopefully bring some awareness on, you know, what, what's going on. And a lot of the times there's a lot of shit below the surface level that we need to understand and we need to take ownership uh, because chances are your partner, your ex partner, um, the person you're in relationship with is probably not crazy. There's just some things that need to be understood at a fundamental, deep level within their psychology, within your psychology, within the dynamic that you share within the values, the beliefs, the perception that you have bringing two different perceptions and values two together in a relationship can be very, very challenging. And if you don't have the tools, if you don't have the help to navigate that, it's going to be very difficult and chances are you will leave that relationship saying, wow, you know what? Didn't work out. My partner was crazy. So if you want to avoid this, if you want to make your relationship work, if you want to go to the depths, if you want to create that life and relationship you desire, then I highly recommend working with a coach. And this is what I specialize in. This is what I help men work through to go there, to go on a deeper level than they normally would with the bros, with the guys, with the homies right? Uh, I'm here to support you at a fundamentally deep level coming as a guy who was very surface level, very close-minded, very in uh, with that mentality of, you know, women are crazy. And uh, to see where I've come and to see where I've evolved to is, is pretty incredible to myself. And that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here to hopefully help you do the same and hopefully help you have an amazing relationship. So I'd love to Uh, communicate, collaborate, and work with you if that's something that resonates with you. So that is pretty much it for my message today. I thought I'd just jump on and share my thoughts. And other than that, thanks for listening. And please like and subscribe this podcast. And other than that, take care. Have a great day. Before I let you go, I just want to let you know what I've been up to behind the scenes. I've been busy building a program called The Emotional Evolution Process. And this program was built through inspiration and really just a passion for something that I believe in so strongly and where, there, where there's just really a lack in the market for, and that is men in relationships and to help men evolve their emotional habits. This is something that we need to work on, especially if we want a fulfilling, successful relationship or if we need to repair one that might be in jeopardy right now. So, like I said, check me out on socials. Send me a message on socials to connect. And if this sounds like a fit for you, I would love to hear from you. Other than that, have a great day.